0: Welcome to Buda Vista Socialist Club, episode 31. Uh, I'm Andrew, and I'm here with Ben. Hello. Hello. Hello, number one. It feels really good. <laughs> You're back.
1: Whatever. Back at number
0: one. I guess back that's at- fair. Back at number one.
1: I guess that's fair.
0: Uh, I hear number two. I hear number two. That's
1: me. It's Lucy.
0: That's Lucy. That's Lucy. Uh we have no Theo. Theo is on a big plane. It's on a big plane and the plane is going somewhere. Where's it going, Ben? It's
2: going first to uh the beautiful Queensland city of Cairns. Uh and then I believe he gets onto a different plane that's taking him to the far-off mystical land of Nihon. Uh the Orient. I I don't think we call it the Orient anymore. <laughs> I'm almost certain. I'm almost certainly I'm, I'm pretty don't. sure. I don't. Mm. I'm not 100% certain. I would like, it would just feel pretty cool if you could still tell people that like, instead of being like, oh, yeah, went to Thailand. You're like, oh, I just finished an extensive
0: tour of the Far Orient.
1: That sounds fancy.
0: It does. It's very mysterious. It's mysterious. That's what I like about it. Makes about me yeah. really
1: feel like a British man with a monocle.
0: Mm. A racist Mm. one,
1: a racist colonialist man.
0: (laughs) That's the feeling you should get from it. Mm. Uh, Yeah, so that's where Theo is. Theo's going to Japan to, I'm assuming, ship back uh, just just dozens and dozens of boxes of hentai.
1: He's just going to jack off. He's just going to be jacking off solidly for weeks.
0: (laughs) I think, I mean, that's a little unfair. Uh, In my mind,
2: he will be alternating between jacking off to the illegalist hentai, no demand, the other half, will be doing that thing where you can rent authentic samurai armor and just walk around town. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. they will be oh, jacking yeah, off in
1: that too. That's something you jack off over.
2: <laughs> that's the one thing you're not allowed to do with it. They're like, hey, I can absolutely hog wild in this authentic samurai armor. Just do not jack off in it. Yeah.
0: You can kill a man, but please. Yeah. Please,
1: no jack. Please do not oh.
0: jack off in it. Mm. Uh, so... We asked our beloved listeners and patrons this week, um, what's going on? What would you What would you like us to talk about? And number one with a bullet uh, was Corey Bernardi's uh, hottest conservative hot 100 songs.
1: <laughs> is, what did, he, is, did he call it something? Did he have a name for it?
2: So uh, when they first did the press releases, I don't know if he's said anything since then, but all their press materials that first came out about it, never referred to it by name. They only refer, re- referred to it by the hashtag. So it was also just, always just hashtag AC100, uh, which, I mean, you can sort of extrapolate mm. to be the Australian Conservatives 100. I see. But he never yeah. said that explicitly, so it could be anything. It could be... Uh,
0: Ask Clown 100 Yeah, That's so an yeah. example.
2: I <laughs> Wait, let me, sorry, I'm trying to improv something. Uh, it could be <laughs>
0: Ask Clown 100 Oh, perfect
2: Nice, good one I don't
0: know how you do it every time (sighs) Uh, Years of
2: improv classes Years (laughs) I'm like a ninth level improv now
0: (laughs) Mm, I'm $80,000 in debt on my improv classes
2: (laughs) Uh, But you've gained easily uh, $81,000 worth of skills
0: It's true, it's true Um, If there's any skill you can trade for money It's improv uh, so yeah, it was it was extremely it was extremely silly. Um, as you said, Ben, yes, he did only hashtag it AC one hundred. Um, but yeah, Australian Conservatives one hundred the coolest thing you've ever heard of.
1: It's cooler uh, than the Ozest off- uh, one hundred, the the triple M thing. To be fair,
2: oh, so you're you're choosing out of these two things <laughs> <two different laughs> out of They're the deliberately- Aussist one hundred
1: and the the Australian anus. Clown 100. <laughs> I'm picking that it, one.
2: Uh, you know, that, that's actually kind of fair because you know that this one, the Oz Conservatives one, was like him just having a brain fart and doing it by himself. Yeah. Whereas- Yeah, that's a whole st- yeah, station. Yeah, the Triple M was like, there's 50 people in a room vigorously nodding their heads being like, we hate indigenous people, let's do this instead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man, it just it seems like a like a very- it's a very weird move like to, to go, oh, wow, this, this thing that apparently all these people are mad about because they're looking at it and saying, it's a, suddenly the Hottest 100 is an institution.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, people who've never cared about Triple J and the Hottest 100 ever before.
0: Mm. Yeah. But suddenly, suddenly it's a very important institution. Um, but they've, they've stepped out of that space. You know who should fill that vacuum? Us. Like it's it's a really weird kind of telegraphed, like calculated move to go. All right, we'll step into that space. Uh, everyone who's pissy about you moving it because they normally like to have a piss up on on Australia Day and listen to it.
2: Yeah, they're calling um, the as, uh, very valuable racist Triple J listener demographic. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a growth industry, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, so so they did this hottest 100, which. Um, Logistically, uh, they did not put a lot of effort
2: or thought into.
1: They've just stolen it from a like my playlist. They've stolen it direct from my music collection, and it's just Australian rock
2: songs. But that's the thing, right? So unlike a uh, Triple J Countdown where it's a pretty large body of work, do you just write in your answers or from a drop down? I don't do the Triple J one. Uh I think. Yeah.
0: I'm, they, sure, I'm sure these... Look, I don't I don't do not them either, but I'm sure these days you could like start typing in a song and have it go. Yeah,
2: but it's from their list I of things know. that they've played that aren't from a major label, right? That's what the, the stipulations are. I don't fucking know. Uh, the point is, maybe,
1: I don't know.
2: They've got like a couple thousand songs or whatever, right? And then so the, the advent of The Hottest 100 is you're like, oh, which one's made the cut? Cory Bernardi's one is you get to choose... From a hundred songs, so you already know <laughs> what the top one hundred are, and then you choose which three you like the best. So it's a competition to see what order those one hundred songs that we already know what they are go in. And then I because think it's he not was there. very
1: vague on it. It was just a Spotify playlist, yeah, and it was full of songs which are very. Uh, specifically anti-racism and stuff like that. It had like Solid Rock by Goanna, which is an indigenous rights song.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. And like K-San, You're the Voice. Some uh some real classics of uh racism there.
0: It's very good stuff. Um I didn't realize that you're you're in the running to help Corey Bernardi, like DJ a barbecue.
2: Yeah. And well, <laughs>
0: yeah. You know? On top of that. You get to help him shuffle his playlist around a little. Yeah,
2: like he's not broadcasting it on a radio service, right? He's not working with that level of technology.
0: They're just going to edit the Spotify playlist and then say, now here's the hundred.
2: Yeah, some fucker is going to sit there using the drop and drag tool for half an hour staring at a spreadsheet of like badly typed song names because it was just like a free type entry box thing. And then what? You look at the playlist, it'll be slightly different to when you saw it last time. Fucking whoopty shit. <laughs> That's great. It's
0: dynamite stuff. Sheer inventiveness. Um, really really original thinking from Corey. I like that he took a concept and just made it uh, a lot dumber and simpler. I'm going to offer you this thing by making it palpably worse. Yeah, do you want what
2: you had before, but just shit? <laughs> I've got that. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so but unfortunately, it kind of didn't. It didn't really last, did it? Because uh, didn't Spotify take his playlist down? Oh, no. they sure,
2: did. So that, oh, that ended they? up being a bit of cheeky misdirection. Uh, they took down the name of the playlist and the image that he put up for the playlist because there was a copyright violation because he used the Spotify logo and the Triple J logo. Oh. The playlist stayed up, but he posted it. A screenshot of the email saying that he had been censored and it had been taken down even though it was still freely available so a bunch of <laughs> news outlets ran with that and then yeah it, it came to light that it Sensor. was fine he just made a real shit poster
0: look it's it's the same shit that i talk week in week out on this show which is it's just example after example of conservatives who are all super about the free market and supply and demand and businesses just responding to what customers want all that sort of thing and if for whatever reason somebody goes actually we don't want your product on here or in this case even we're just going to edit this image because it violates a terms of service agreement that you signed when you sign up to use this thing uh and then suddenly the world is against you and you're being censored. Oh, yeah. and-
1: censored, violation of free speech. It was
2: it was super great because right. he, he went on Sky News to talk about that happening, the Spotify thing, and he called it like, a, you know, uh, the business was discriminating against him just because he's a conservative and then like 20 people replied with a screenshot of a headline from an Australian article that was just like, Corey Bernardi says he believes businesses should be able to discriminate for any reason whatsoever. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. It's uh it's just all pretty transparent. That's all. But it's uh, it's very funny stuff. And a byproduct of this that has delighted a lot of people, um, I dare say, especially Lucy, uh, is that this has resulted in a whole bunch of Australian music legends uh, yeah. chiming in.
1: Including Jimmy Barnes.
0: Yep. Just everybody jumping in to go, oh, fuck off. Be like,
1: don't use my songs, you piece of shit. So,
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure the first one to do it was Darren
2: Hayes, which is super good. Mm-hmm. Lovely young man. Uh, so, he jumped on and basically just says, fuck off. I don't like you. I don't like your party. I don't like your values. Don't do this. And then he tagged a bunch of the other musicians that were involved in it on Twitter and said what do you think of this? And then all of them were like, Oh fuck you. So this is not an example. Was
1: it the Hilltop Woods that were like legitimately like fuck you, Cory Bernard? Yeah, they
2: just said fuck you. That was great. Yeah. So that Hilltop was Woods, nice. Troy Casa Colin Hay from Bloody um, Men at Work, Temper Trap, Jimmy Barnes, Ice House, Weddings, Parties, Anything. Just a fucking Powderfinger. Oh yeah, fucking powder finger. Oh.
1: They all got in there.
2: <laughs> being like that's- you fucking gronk shit fuck off and he was like oh oh they people are like to listen to their music but they don't want me to listen to it because i suck that's crazy
1: <laughs> yeah he tweeted like music is for everyone it's not for you mate
2: <laughs> i
0: love that shit they like suddenly turn into like dudes at woodstock it's great <laughs> hey man hey hey man. like and what once again, conservatives that would have been banging on about like uh, copyright law and charging people for torrenting and stuff like that—the uh, same kinds of people are suddenly like, "Hey, man, if you like, but it's a thing we all like. We should just be able you to think share it's like it around."
2: Energy, man. You know, you can't own energy.
0: So true. So true. Once the sound waves are out there, it's anybody's. It's anybody's to scoop up. But there he is. Yeah, there's, there's a certain kind of delight in watching somebody post a big list of... And like, look, let's all be real. Corey didn't do this with like a team of interns or anything. No, that Corey was just, just picked a hundred songs. He just sat down for a couple of afternoons. He Googled Australian bands. <laughs> like, fucking, Classic Australian uh, songs. Iggy
2: Azalea is on the playlist. Uh, fucking Short Stack is on the playlist. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's literally just Googled like Australian musicians.
0: Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) but yeah, to put together that playlist of clearly of, you know, a bunch of songs you like, all the classic Aussie rock ones, which I'm sure he had a hand in, uh, and then to just have a whole bunch of those people turn around and go, oh, fuck you. I personally, I have a personal dislike for you.
1: I just I can't think of anything that would hurt me more than Jimmy Barnes oh. like commenting <laughs> on hating me. It would destroy me.
2: Like surely that's gotta be uh for a, an Australian conservative supporter to see that happen, surely you'd have to be like, oh fuck, I might have picked the wrong horse here. <laughs> I
1: might have the wrong side.
0: Well it makes me think of like um it makes me think of when politicians uh get asked to stop using Uh, songs by musicians for like their rallies and stuff, you know, when like you get politicians Mm -hmm. who come out to like Tom Petty and shit and he hears about it and goes, stop. Well, he doesn't now, but, um, but yeah, he, uh, would say like, stop using my shit or like Bruce Springsteen or whoever will say to these people, I haven't, uh, like, I haven't agreed for you to do this and I'm requesting that you stop. And suddenly you get like, yeah, conservatives doing it. To, to like they keep using it to make a point that like it's freedom and they can do it. It's like, but you're the ones who fight for like corporate copyright <laughs> interests and shit. It's all of a sudden they're like, no, if you, if you want to use it though, if you want to use it, it's fine. It's a, it's another, it's just another bit of good thinking from Corey, which is what He's I love. Like. He's a smart
1: man. Everything that he does is very smart and good in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I really like that he broke away uh, from the liberals to establish his own like serious conservative party, and the entire thing so far has been focused on like uh, posting memes and it's about it. Just this kind of stuff. Just I'm I'm putting up a playlist. on see to that, own the libs
2: that the thing front. that came up. I wish I could remember who posted it, but someone pointed out that his bio. Uh, Notes that he's the eighty eighth senator for South Australia, and it is fourteen words long.
1: Yeah, I saw that. That's that's a little weird. What?
0: It's a little on the nose. Look, I'm I personally, I'm more inclined to to buy the um the eighty-eight than the fourteen words thing because I, I I reckon I tried to count it and I was like, there's like a link in the middle of here. Yes, and it's that threw me off as well. Anyway, yes, that it doesn't actually read as fourteen words. Um, but yeah, with the 88 thing, the guy who was rounding it up, he was just like, yeah, tech, like he's one of 150 senators or whatever, but there's no way to sort of qualify him being the 88th one. He just is Mm. one of that many. Um, yeah. And, and thinking it's really weird. Like, and it is, it's a bit weird.
1: It's a little strange
0: thing is, like, uh, I don't, I don't know if Corey strikes me as as being the same as like some other figures who seem to want to do all of that like cheeky alt right signifier stuff in their shit, like you know, like the stupid white power hand symbol and all that sort of dumb Mm. winky shit. Um, I don't know if Corey strikes me as as the type to do that. Like, has Corey been on any like the the Dingo podcast? As far as I'm aware, he hasn't been.
1: No, I think he just, just, he been just been hates like, gay people. He's never been uh, super racist.
0: It's just like Mark Latham and George Christensen who've done. Yeah, like, Christensen went shit, on right?
2: it twice and then uh, issued a big mayor culpa being like, whoa, these guys are anti-Semitic and uh, white supremacists. It
0: just escaped my notice that whole time. Um, very convenient. That's good for him. Um, what a shame if he had to be permanently tied to those people by having associated with them. It really got manner.
2: pretty glossed over. Like while it was happening, you know, everyone on Twitter that had a vague idea who these people were, were like, yo, he's on a racist podcast. And everyone's like, oh, it doesn't matter. And then he issued the apology. And then, of course, no one knew what he was talking about. So it was just like, oh, cool. All right.
0: Yeah, and like Latham's done it, but he's out of politics. He doesn't have a career to ruin no. anymore. Um, just keeps
2: getting further down the toilet.
0: Unless it, oh, just imagine. Like I'm just picturing him getting like banned from Facebook and doing like a baked Alaska six hour YouTube stream <laughs> from home.
1: He will. He'll get there.
0: <sighs> it just feels like a long, long downward arc, see, doesn't um, it? But, um, the video of
2: uh, Greg Larson from Tonightly meeting Mark Latham. So no. He went to... No. Uh, it was like the launch of Latham's Save the Date campaign or whatever. And Greg Larson just said that he wanted to interview him and he was from the ABC. And then... Uh, so he like got a photo taken with him and then he sits down on the couch. He's like, oh, what did you say you're from? He's like, oh, I'm from Tonightly. And then Latham just stands up. And he says, no, nope, no, no. I thought you were like a journalist. And then just walks out the room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, time. oh dear oh dear uh, Corey you massive gronk He's a um, gronk congratulations a huge on, gronk. yeah congratulations on getting yourself massively dunked on in front of the whole country by all of our musical legends great job good job uh, yeah so to all the people who asked for a bit of Corey uh, that's Corey, he's ridiculous He's absolutely ridiculous I feel like he's actually gotten like uh, More harmless since he moved over to the Conservatives I feel like he's just more of a kind of running yeah. joke now
1: He kind of has, he stops doing really crazy annoying shit Well he can't really do anything now
2: Do you remember a little oh, Sorry, I'm very burpy this evening um, A little while after he left the party He complained that the media weren't paying attention to him anymore <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because um, for a while there, he he would like hold sort of balance in in crossbenches and stuff like that, wouldn't he? And be like, well, maybe I'll vote with this bill and maybe I won't. You got to court me. And you got to, you know, follow up some of my stupid interests. But as soon as he pulled himself out of the party, they're like, fuck, great. We don't have to humor this guy anymore. Um, and now he just kind of goes, oh, everybody always used to interview me and see what I wanted to say. And now... No, nobody wants to hear what Corey has to say. That's very funny to me. Uh, Friend of the show, Lucas Miller, has the hypothesis that Corey Bernardi is a secret masochist and getting publicly owned is the only thing holding his marriage together.
1: He would be. I reckon he'd be a cuck. He'd be a super cuck. He (sighs) wants his wife to be like, he's like a traditional cuck where it's got like the racist tone to it and he wants her to be like (laughs) sleeping with black guys.
2: Oh, yep. Hmm.
1: I have no basis for this, but I just no, get vibe. No, it seems
2: true. Like, he needs a black person to be having sex with his wife and for him to explicitly say it's part of the African gang crisis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh.
2: oh, dear.
1: For once, Ben has said something worse than me. Hey,
2: look, this is all strictly right. hypothetical. I don't think I've said anything bad.
0: It's true. It's true. It's all very hypothetical. Uh, okay, we're going to move on here just uh, to a quick question from a dear sweet friend of the show and patron Alex Sol Watts. Uh, big kisses from all of us to Alex.
1: Big smooches mwah. to mwah. Alex. Mwah,
0: mwah, mwah. Uh, Alex asks, can you please confirm whether Bunte Vista is pro or anti-poly relationships because I'm getting mixed vibes? Uh, look, it's become a contentious, contentious topic on the show, uh, where I believe uh, Lucy Lucy has mocked Polly on the I show. Think, look,
1: look, I've mocked it, I've made fun of it. It doesn't mean I'm strictly anti it. People can do what they like, but it is a funny scenario. It's
0: true. It's absolutely true. Uh, ben, Ben, where do you stand on Polly? Look. <laughs>
2: I feel like I've been uh, tarred with a very large brush uh, on all of the episodes that I haven't been here. <laughs> the big poly uh, yeah, brush. I've been tarred with the big the poly, poly brush. Yeah. I don't know if I would describe my current lifestyle as polyamorous. I do not have mm-hmm. a, a collection of women with whom I am consorting.
1: A harem. a harem of women. I don't know
2: if I'd
0: use that word. Hmm.
1: I would use the what? word harem.
0: They don't all they don't all have to be women. Let's well, be. Well, yeah, oh, that's, that's something that's, I would have liked yeah. to have corrected from the last
2: episode. Uh the <laughs> fucking uh, Lucy and Theo episode. They could be men. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's unwork of us and I apologize.
2: Uh, I think Polly is fine. It is a lot of work. I- I've been in like
1: It seems a lot of effort. I was in
2: <laughs> One that's proper like yeah. poly relationship for a little while where each of us were seeing like two people and it it was like
0: what a fucking it was like headache. A month where
2: I was just like there's fucking rules. Uh, like it was <laughs> heaven, it was amazing. That like being like just there is some weird lizard part of your brain that's just like I have a variety of options of people to have sex with. This is wild. Uh, And then immediately after that, it just became like a scheduling nightmare. And you're trying to balance a lot of people's emotions and needs. And I struggle enough doing that with me, let alone one other person in a relationship, uh, let alone two people. So uh, anyone that can do it and doesn't turn it into some weird... Dungeons and Dragons esque labyrinth of terminology and rules. Uh, well done to you. Otherwise,
0: just don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I feel like you've you've summed up uh, my feelings about it, and I I am not a person with any experience, uh, so let me, the, of, let me speak on it. Let me speak on it. Yes, not once, not once. So I can't tell you about two people sex um, or, you know, sex sex with one person and then mm. another person and then the first person again. <laughs> I can't tell you about exotic shit like that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. I very much have the same assessment of you, Ben, which is I'm sure people do it. I'm sure a bunch of people have fun. I, I don't think I've ever seen an example uh, in the wild of like a working long-term poly relationship. And it's probably for that reason, because like you said, it's hard enough. It's hard enough to balance, um, your own emotions and someone else's emotions. The idea to me of having like four people. I, I do them. know people that oh have made
2: it work. Like I know, uh, I feel like maybe I've spoken about this in the podcast before. I don't know. I, I know three, like yeah, yeah, three lovely long-term. young gay gentlemen in Sydney. They're in a, a triad. And they have been for, God, years and years and years and years. Uh, and they all live together and they are all just exceptionally happy. Cute. And it is amazing. Nice.
0: Well, bloody yeah. good on them. Good on them. Uh, they got the brass ring of sex. They did. You know?
1: In my opinion, one, one person is, is too many. Hmm. I, is that just yourself? That's just myself. I'm Volcel, so I date no one so one is too many two is excessively too many
2: three somehow mm. three is just <laughs> is no, it yeah. no no, no I've I've not tried that
0: yeah four four is manageable five gets really easy it starts to oh, drop like right economy off scale, the people so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: by the time yeah, you get to like 12 you
0: don't even uh, notice yeah that's it it's just come on come on in we got room
1: so our you know? official opinion is uh, it's complicated.
0: Yeah yeah, that's the official the official stance. Um, we're all in favor of it. If you can get it to work, it just sounds like it'd be really very hard to get it to work. I respect I it, know. but it's funny.
2: I am I will say that I am pro, not hugely strict monogamy, not necessarily pro poly, but like monogamy with a bit of wiggle room. It's very relaxing. It's very nice. That's nice. Look, that's I think that's
0: nice. absolute. I think it's absolutely fine as long as both people oh, yeah, are aware of it.
2: it that's
0: other, that's, that's the other thing that you are describing. <laughs> is yes, it, is it yes. a shot at your wife, Andrew? <laughs> both, yeah. It helps if both people. It helps if both people feel like that. Uh, yeah, no, I feel like I feel like both people on your team have got to be on the same page on that one. Otherwise, it's just going to get weird, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah yeah I tell you I tell you who I don't get uh, effort wise the people who do a whole other family are
2: you talking secret Those families
0: my god yeah people who just like fuck off to some other city and get a secret family going and then they're just like oh I just fly back and forth between these two uh, cities for work for 30 years I reckon years. the
2: internet killed the secret family like yeah because that's a story you just yeah, don't hear true. anymore people be like yep when I was, it was 12 we found out you know dad had this whole other family a couple of states over now you'd find out he'd accidentally do an instagram post at one of his other kid's birthday parties <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man it just it just strikes me as absolutely wild yeah and in the day it's like like you're talking about in the days when travel would have been harder <laughs> doing, and more expensive doing a shitload mm. of it uh just to it's not yeah not even just to go and like cheat on your wife but uh but to uh, also have other kids and another house and a whole other set of responsibility. How much money are these guys making? Too much. Maybe maybe that's the other thing that killed it in our age.
1: We have so, no money. Uh,
0: we- yeah, wages are down. You know, People are living at home until they're 30. How are they going to get two families in their parents' house? Yeah, that's probably um, what did it. The
2: dreamers died.
0: Av- avocados, that's what did it.
2: Ah. Uh, Any listener of the podcast that writes that as a thing piece and gets it published in like the SMH or something, just avocado was killed having two clandestine (laughs) families at the same time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Perfect. Perfect. Um, Friend of the show, Vlad, uh, asks, how about a nice clean episode with only good news and compliments?
2: Well, eat shit. Go fuck oh, yourself, London. you fucking prick. You bitch motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. I got to agree with Ben. I got to agree with Ben. You should eat shit on this mm. one, flat.
1: I got oh, to uh, hand it to Ben. I'll give Ben a compliment there in that ben? I... Agree.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Lucy. That's very oh. nice of you to say.
2: You're welcome.
0: That is the highest compliment. It is. Now, now we got an important uh, letter from dear friend of the show, Michael Latimer, Uh He asks, "Has there ever been an Australian political scandal as funny as the Stormy Daniels one?" Um, I'm sure everybody is aware by now of the story in which uh, U.S. President Donald Trump is alleged to have paid $130,000 in hush money uh, to, like, uh, big-titted milf porn star uh, Stormy Daniels. So this is Uh, she's. I think she's she's done some details now. Yeah, wealth
2: is just makes you dumb i reckon cuz like mm. instead of cuz all right if you're super wealthy and you want to have sex with a big titty milf like person right you would you would find a sex worker that matches that description you would pay a much lower amount of money and it would all be confidential right but because you're you're rich and your brain's all fucked you think no i have to have that exact person And you're just opening up all these other liabilities and complications and it's foolish. Mm. It's
1: very stupid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, So, although, sorry, you've made me think of another thing here, which is uh, somebody I was listening to was talking about... um, was talking about uh, Harvey Weinstein. No, sorry, Harvey Weinstein and Louis CK like jerking off in front of ladies, and they were saying, "Oh, but you know, why wouldn't you just jerk off in front of a hooker?" And the other person was like, "I don't think that's what it's about." And I would agree with that. I would agree that maybe if you were incredibly uh, dumb and wealthy for long enough, you would also stop thinking like buying sex. That is boring. Uh, I need to hit on the actual lady from the TV. Yeah, that, you know, you
2: that want that of sense stuff. of ownership. To be like, hey, Hmm. that's literally what it is. You know, that's how the thought went through Trump's brain. As I want to piss on or be pissed on by the lady from the TV. No one else gets to do that with the TV um, lady. Just me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And folks, you better believe the piss tape is real. It's very probably real. It's 100% real. You can tell it's real. Would you you watch it? I'd watch watch it. it. I'd watch it. You can tell
2: it's real because the logic in it is so bad. Like, no mm. one would invent a story where Trump got revenge on Obama by pissing in a bed that he once slept on far in the past. Uh, mm. No one would be like, oh, oh, this is a convincing story. It's only Trump's incredibly fucked up Diet Coke addled brain that would see a clear through
0: line there. mm." I, I definitely think that uh, Trump seems like a petty enough person to do that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, because as as we mentioned on a recent show, like uh, uh, somebody saying to me about how the funniest thing to them about Trump is his gold Sharpie thing where he has a gold Sharpie and he, and he like, sees things about himself in the paper or somebody else that's wronged him in the past and he circles it and he writes a, a bitchy note on it and signs it with his name and he has that like page of the newspaper posted to that person that the notes about. Uh, Yeah. If you, if you're that fucking ridiculously spiteful for that to have been a years long habit, then sure. Sure. He'd want to pee on the bed that fucking Obama slept on or whatever. Anyway, the question is, has there ever been an Australian political scandal as funny as the Stormy Daniels one? Uh, no, he didn't say sexy. He said funny. <laughs> and, uh, you, look, we've got some options. We've got some options. Um, I did pull up an article, uh, called, uh, eight Australian political scandals that will make you blush by a friend of the show, uh, Alex Lee. Oh, uh, dear Boston. friend
2: of the show, Alex Lee. What an angel.
0: Dear, dear friend of the show. Uh, and a couple of the examples, I'm just going to read out what she's got here. um, there was of course uh, former WA opposition leader Troy Buswell because uh, he got caught sniffing the chair of a female staffer in an office in Perth Parliament House in 2005 oh. his colleague his colleague told the West Australian that he sniffed her chair while groaning and making quote sexually satisfying noises end quote sorry Sexually satisfying. Yeah, it does imply that he satisfied her sexually by making his noises. Yeah. Which is powerful. (laughs) It's a powerful move. Apparently. That's a good (laughs) noise. Quote, Buswell opened the door really wide, grabbed a chair and started sniffing it, lifted it above his head, sniffing it and breathing in, going, oh, yeah, she said. (laughs) <laughs>
2: what? Wow! That was visual.
0: That is so hot. I think we could yeah. all agree. To my mind,
2: uh, a chair sniffer would crawl on the ground like a worm or a grub, and sort of golem-like mm. creep over to the chair and just sort of get their face yeah. right in it. But there's something weirdly powerful about lifting the chair up off the ground.
1: <laughs> it's proud. Mm. It's powerful. Yeah. I like it.
2: That's like the start of the Lion way. King kind of move.
1: It is. Just holding up this chair, sniffing it.
0: And, yeah, and to think that he was still satisfying a woman with the noises he was making while he did it. That is that is a powerful so I guess
2: it's not really embarrassing for him. This is the story of a powerful alpha male. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: That's right. Uh, I came in there and he was like a wild gorilla holding the chair above him. <laughs> groaning. So, look, that's a pretty good one. Uh, that's a pretty good one. But we also have Matt Brown. Uh, and that is not um, mixed martial artists. Matt, the immortal Brown. Thank you, you so we're much thinking we are in, Yeah. I thought I would clarify. I thought you might might mix him up. I, didn't I, want can't, that.
1: Say. I was, can't say I was thinking of him, but uh, you. All right. All right.
0: Uh, Matt Brown was three days into the job as New South Wales Police Minister when he decided a good thing to do would be to get half naked stand on a couch at a party and gyrate on a female MP (laughs) three days into the job which which half Uh, of him was naked I'm going to assume and hope top half
2: I, I feel like it would probably be noteworthy if it was bottom half
1: That would be pretty bad, like gyrating with the naked bottom half.
2: helicoptering. All right.
0: All right. (laughs) So at this point, uh, at this point, we can acknowledge that this has taken a turn for him, right? He's three days into his brand new job as police minister, uh, and he's made a a bold choice um, to get hammered at a party and gyrate on a female MP. But apparently, followed up uh, with turning to her adult daughter who was also in the room and said, Look at this. I'm titty fucking your mother. (laughs) (laughs) End quote. (laughs) uh, (laughs) That is wild. (laughs) Look at this. I can't say
1: anything non problematic because that's. I'm
0: titty fucking your mother. Hey, look at this I'm titty fucking your mother
2: it's gotta be cool. wow right like it's a notable quote a couple of shandies so he, a little bit of
1: coke. he was bottom half naked then he it was bottom half naked
2: yeah.
0: well maybe he was why are you covering up the the real truth of the story Alex <laughs> uh, after admitting to the fact he was probably sacked it turns out
1: that's good <laughs> it's good to yeah. know yeah <laughs>
0: Just, uh, now, look at this Michael we got a lot of these uh, it says out there's a lot of this type of scandal uh, continuing on in 2007 Andrew Quar was a rising star in conservative party Family First and a candidate for Western Sydney when pictures of him exposing himself appeared on websites like Gaydar he also admitted to looking at porn websites something that Family First fights against and he was soon dumped in an interview with Fairfax, Kwa said it was possible that he posed for the photos, but insisted that the dick pic was doctored. Quote, that's not my penis, he said, suggesting that it could have been photoshopped. I, I really like, this is another power move, is to look at a photo and say, yes, that that is a photo that I took where I was pulling my penis out of my pants, but that's not my penis. So they
2: photoshopped <laughs> a different person's penis on top of his penis. A whole different like penis to throw you like off the trail. He
1: just didn't want to admit that that was his penis. I'm assuming it wasn't a very impressive. Maybe penis.
2: yeah, it might have been a bad penis. Yeah, it
1: mm-hmm. might have been one of those real like angry-looking, like really red penises. Yeah. <laughs> what <the> about <laughs> those
2: really red
0: penises?
1: Those really yeah, red gotta... penises that look real like angry. Uh, <laughs>
0: do you really have a <laughs> re- Do you have a really red penis? Right into the show and let us know.
2: Yeah, like tell us if it's how that's not working. Because I want to know. Maybe it's like a. You know, the skin is irritated or you've got weird circulation or something or if it's just you've always got an angry-looking penis.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, it's possible that um, that it just goes red in the situation, you know, like a blush.
2: Or like a mood ring.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a mood ring that puts you on, you know? Hey. Hey. I don't follow. Hey.
1: Uh, I think we have forgotten a very uh, key similarity to the uh, Stormy Daniel situation, which is the uh, former Labor leader, Kevin Rudd, going to a strip club.
0: Oh, uh, Kevin Rudd.
1: (laughs) Kevin Rudd going to a strip club, which probably ultimately led to him winning, becoming the Prime Minister, in my opinion, in my serious political opinion.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I think uh, plenty of people looked at that story and went, so what, we've all been down the rippers?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. made people like him more. They were like, "This fucking wanker, this you know toss tosser wanker." Kevin Rudd loves himself up himself.
0: This little schoolboy. Um,
1: yeah, schoolboy, and then he, uh, yeah, he went to a strip club, and everyone was like, "Hell yeah, that's Australian values right there. Yeah. That's our prime the, minister,
2: a red blooded Australian male." Exactly.
0: You'd be uh you'd be so jarred if you were like uh, the staffer who dug that particular thing up on their dirt sheet and like got it into the news and everybody went, "All right." And you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh.
1: Like, hell yeah, we're going to take him down and then
0: everyone was like, yeah. "Oh, you're sick. <laughs> He's finally going down. No, he saw some titties." <laughs> yeah. So, look, we've got a, we've got another entry here. Um, former liberal leader Sir Billy Snedden died doing what he loved banging his son's (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, First thought to be a suspicious death, police searched for the mysterious quoted deathbed girl. Uh, But it turned out that Sir Billy had a heart attack while spending the night with a secretary who used to date his son, Drew. Uh, This list is full of power moves.
1: That's impressive.
2: (laughs) I respect that. I just don't feel like my dad has a chance with any of my exes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon mine does. <laughs>
2: oh well, I've seen and met your dad. He's very charming. He's he's good looking. Yeah,
1: I feel like I've seen a picture of him and I've made a comment about how handsome he is. To be honest,
0: yeah, it, it happens. It happens. Mm. Uh, so, let's let's continue. Years later, his son had this to say about the heart-stopping affair to the Herald son. It was an adrenaline-filled evening. I'm sure the old man went out happy. Anyone would be proud to die on the job, he said.
1: <laughs> die on the job. the job.
0: Die on the job. Fucking my ex-girlfriend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting.
0: Oh, I love that, that dude's just into it. He's like, yeah. Go on, yeah, Dad. Yeah, he loves it. That's that's." What- that's doesn't have a bad. bad word to say about it. It's uh it's very, very weird. It's very weird. I feel like those are all pretty good, uh, sexy scandals. Mm. Personally,
1: they are. I feel like it's also just uh, very Australian culture to be like, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Guy was titty fucking your mother. That's, <laughs> whatever normal stuff. It happens to all of us. Grow up. Yeah. Uh, we have one final question here that, to be honest, uh, I'm, I don't know too much about this at this point, uh, but let's go ahead with it anyway. Friend of the show, Justin Free McCulloch, uh, says, old mate Nick Xenophon quietly expanded his political party beyond SA Best, registering the names New South Wales Best, Vic Best, WA Best, and NT Best ahead of state elections. Uh, obviously they can't all be the best, so which one is the best and why? Ah, uh, Ben! Wow, I
1: didn't, I didn't know about this.
0: Please enlighten us, Ben. I'll, I will hear from you first. Wait, what are the options again? Interesting. Uh, New South Wales, <laughs> New South Wales best. Mm-hmm. Vic, Vic best. Mm. WA best. Mm-hmm. And NT best. And and keep, bear in mind there is an existing SA best. So there's no Queensland. Correct. There's no Tasmania.
2: Correct. So the two good ones are gone.
0: Well, also, there's there's no ACT. I disagree. Very
1: I disagree. Why is it called best? Is this Nick Xenophon thing?
0: Yeah, this is how he, you know, he said that he's going to retire at the next election from his Senate seat. And is he a senator or an MP? How can I get this one right?
1: Uh, he's a senator, I think.
0: a senator, yeah. You know, I think he said he's going to retire at, at the end of the year or the next election or whatever. Um, and go into state politics rather than federal, which he has been at. And like he, he has registered. So he's registered his party in SA, and they're doing polling, and he's like outpolling the current like um, ruling party's primary vote by like twenty percent. Nice. He's um, hugely fucking liked in South Australia. Apparently, he had uh, just a crazy, crazy polling. Um, I, like I have. N- yeah, he, he's, he seems alright, except for when he's making not great deals to get his own pet things through or whatever.
1: Yeah, haven't we all?
0: That's true. That's true. So true. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know if that um, that sort of trust that people have for him in SA is automatically going to carry over into other states. Mm. So, what's your verdict, Ben? I'm waiting this whole time. Uh,
2: wait, was the NT an option? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Staggering natural beauty. Mm-hmm. And the other one's are shit. I, is okay. I
1: disagree. Victoria. I disagree. Victoria will be the best. We have a uh, strong apex gang, uh, African <laughs> <laughs> army patrolling our borders.
0: It's so true. In a very strong state. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think that's that's good. They will be a very strong. They will be the best, the strongest best of the best parties.
1: The apex, if you will.
0: Yes, mm. the apex, the very tippy top. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Lucy here because it just it shouldn't go to New South Wales. That's all. Yeah, well, that's absolutely fair. We can all I'm get. I'm glad right we now. can
1: always agree on that. We always agree yeah. on one thing.
0: I'm glad that yeah. this is explicitly
2: an anti-New South Wales podcast. <laughs>
0: It's true. Uh, it's very true. So there you go, folks. Uh, that's that's about all we got. That's about all we got. If you would like uh, bonus episodes to go along with this, uh, the the big meat, the big meat of your meal. If you would like extra potatoes to go with it,
1: we did a like? good bonus episode.
0: Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, hardcore literary analysis coming at you in that episode. Uh, but yeah, so if you would like to get in on some of that, head over to patreon.com slash bunta vista, uh, for only five US dollars a month, you can have a bunch of extra episodes, which is nice if you like the show. If you don't, you don't have to listen to them.
1: You do actually.
0: Oh, look, as long as you're subscribing, it's fine. No if you mind.
1: subscribe, it's required. It's, uh, <laughs> it's put into your ears whenever you don't want it. It's some real black mirror shit.
0: Yeah. It's right in there. Uh, also, if you enjoy um, filling in little forms with five stars and not a star less, you can uh, review us on the old, the old iTunes store. If you're into that. Four stars and less, we don't want to hear about it. Don't want to hear about it. Uh, five stars though. Lay it on us. And that's it, everybody. Uh, do you guys have any any messages of inspiration for the week?
1: Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the slightest. That would require being positive.
2: This, this wow. is really a, a message of inspiration so much as just uh everyone should go and see the Fishman movie. Uh, oh, I
1: love the Fishman movie. I, would you fuck the
2: Fishman? Oh absolutely. Yeah.
1: I was yeah, I was really horny for the fish guy. It made me really uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're talking about the shape of water, right?
0: yes <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, I was talking about Waterworld. world. Jaws or something, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Just thinking about uh, Kevin Costner's, like, uh, lank, thin, wet hair draped across his balding skull. Yeah, he had really uh, the exact
2: same hair as uh, Filch from the Harry Potter movies for Waterworld. Mm. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Shape of Water, it was really good. It's very funny. It's very and nice. It's very sweet, and it's very nice, and everything looks gorgeous, and... Uh,
1: very nice, but also horny.
2: Very Ooh. horny, incredibly but, horny, and it
1: gets into the horningness I mean,
2: very early on in the film as well. Like the first, like two minutes of the movie.
1: Yeah, it's very clear that she's yeah. the, she's horny for the fish guy.
0: Mm. I am. Um, I, w- I would just like to push back on this slightly by saying that all evidence points to the idea that Lucy is made extremely horny by all movies.
1: <laughs> I can't think of any opposing evidence for this, to be honest.
0: So, um, <laughs> all, I, all i was thinking about them was how horny both of the recent star wars movies uh all, all, all three okay. of the well, recent movies. they made star wars everybody movies. horny
1: they made everybody horny right Look, so
0: they made- obviously we're talking
2: about uh wide boy shirtless kylo ren yes. <laughs> and what whose else body what- is
1: as unrealistic as the sea monster let's be real
2: yeah that's fair but what about the other star wars movies what were the horny parts in those
1: Oh, Diego Luna. He's a he's a beautiful foreign man.
2: Oh, so not explicitly being horny, he's
0: just a horny dude. He's
1: just, just a, a just an attractive man. Have you seen he,
0: he is a guy whose presence makes Lucy horny. That's what we're establishing here. Much like uh D- Poe. Mm-hmm. Is po- that a guy?
1: Much like just, sure. just just every just po, every film. Thank
0: you. Thank you.
2: Lucy, have you seen? Yeah, that's um, what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. Every movie. Uh it's a mama Tambien. The, um, i
1: have i have indeed that's the horniest movie that has ever been made
2: Yeah, it's it's perfect it just oh oh boy, it's
1: my fantasies were made into a film I know
2: I got to that last scene I was just like, well, <laughs> I don't even need to use my imagination anymore we're done fantastic
1: we're done here this is this is this is it
2: yeah
0: yeah wow Glad we i agree. would actually I would actually argue. The the horniest movie of all time is um 1998's Barb Wire.
2: I have that on VHS. <laughs> what
1: what is this movie?
2: It is an adaptation of Casablanca, starring a very horny Pamela Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> oh Set her, in
0: a future dystopia. Yes. Her character's wow. name. Her character's name is Barb Wire.
1: <laughs> that sounds and amazing. Like,
2: the opening sequence, I'm pretty sure, is the only scene in the movie in which you see nips, uh, and mm. it's it is Pamela Anderson's nips. Uh, she's just she's just like rocket sk- board on her on her on her stick.
0: <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole credits is just like her stripping under a hose. It's good stuff, and that everyone's fully wow. really clothed for the rest of the movie. It's great. Mm, a truly really nightmarish dystopia. Mm.
1: So I guess you guys are the ones that are horny for movies.
0: Okay. No, it's still you. This movie is horny.
2: Not that I was <laughs> horny for it.
0: <laughs> Alright folks. Uh, please, please. Uh, please write into the show and tell us your horniest films. Uh, the films yeah. the films that got you most steamed under the collar. The ones that made your glasses fog up and the little cartoon wipers come up. Ugh. <laughs> please do.
2: <laughs>
1: Let's do a horny a horny movie episode. Yeah, I
2: want
0: that. Okay. Where we can and
2: we will name and shame the people that submitted them. If we agree that the movie is horny, that is fine. If it's Excellent. not a horny movie, that person we will shame be shamed. Him.
0: Oh, yes. I am I am ready to get shamed for getting horny over like weird science and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, but everyone
1: good. gets horny over weird science.
0: Babe's oh, <laughs> in it, so hell yeah. Kelly LeBrock is is very oh hell yeah. Very She's a babe. Move. Kelly LeBrock is more like yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Woo! Have some respect, Ben. Have some respect. Uh, yeah, there you go, folks. Um, so we also do things like that on Patreon. Get over there. Uh, other than that, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.